Do you know what radical integrity is? You definitely want to join us for this conversation. I'm very pleased to introduce this series, A Conversation with Upskillers. In this episode, we introduce part one in the series, an enlightening conversation on radical integrity. Welcome to Upskill Talks. I'm your host, Michelle Shaw. In this episode, we're having a conversation on radical integrity with upskillers. The conversation will be anchored by Peter Walfall, one of our upskillers, and we're joined by Tiffany Castell, Sylvia Caicedo, Diana McIntyre, Kadeem Layler, and myself for this interesting conversation. I hope you'll stay for the whole conversation. It's going to be radical. Over to you, Peter, to lead us off on what we're going to cover in this series on radical integrity. Thank you, Michelle. Just to, just to set the, the stage a bit in terms of the ghosts that haunt my mind coming out of, of the pandemic, because that, that period of just over two years caused a lot of us to kind of have ample opportunity to begin to think about what's real and what's important in our, in our lives. And this idea of integrity was certainly part of the concepts that I was, I'm grappling with, even as I kind of re-emerge out of the pandemic into the world again. And the idea of radical integrity shows up in so many ways in our lives. We hear about the, the wave, more so in the United States than in Canada, of the kind of the great migration away from, from employment as people rethink how they engage with their lives. So that led me to this idea of walking through the concept of integrity and how that is showing up in my life and how I want to be present in my own experience. The idea of radical integrity may be a little bit of a, a scary concept whenever we postulate anything radical, it suggests that we are stepping outside of being proper, uh, we're, we're being renegade in our thinking, but not so much. It's about seeking to find mechanisms to be true to who we are and how we show up. So as we launch into this conversation, one of the things I wanted to first anchor is what we mean by integrity. The definition that I want us to use as we continue through this conversation is a definition that I think is a little bit more fundamental in respect of how we'd like to think about integrity. And that takes the word back to its origins in Latin. And the idea of integrity is for our purposes, best understood as a sense of wholeness, a sense of, of completeness, a sense that we are turning up unbroken, undivided. We are being true to, to who we are. And as I, I say, that too is a loaded concept. So as we go into the conversation, I'd like to start by asking the question, 
what does integrity mean to you as if, even as we contemplate this in the context of the definition that I, that shared? I think that it's it's speaking my truth. That's that's how I define my own integrity. It's coming it's coming to any situation truly who I am, whether it's you know how people accept it. I think more important to me that I feel that I'm being real to who I am. How about you, Sylvia? How do you define integrity for yourself? Especially if you take the concept that you have shared, coming as a whole, coming with everything that I am, coming with my heart, with my mind, and with values, but also knowing when to use them. So that, that I was, this is, so you will always, what you see is what you get of Sylvia. Good. Nice. Tiffany, how about you? I think it is definitely integrity makes me think of wholeness, sort of having all aspects of myself represented in the most authentic fashion and not authenticity from the standpoint of what others feel is authentic but being true to myself and my authenticity, my version of authentic and showing up in the way that I want to show up according to my values. And, and Kadeem? I had this pop up in a conversation recently. And I think a piece of it too is looking at kind of having those values also match up with, I guess, what you do in terms of how you present yourself to the world and how and what you pursue in terms of a career, in terms of what you do to gain money as well. Because I guess there's a think increasingly relevant conversation about people who typically will take on like political views and social views that they know are more based, will attract more attention, kind of earn them more money in terms of, you know, more conservative sponsors and so forth. And then people have look at their history of the views they had before they were popular and kind of understand that perhaps they're doing this specifically just to bring in a new kind of attention that gets them more money. So I think a piece of that was, you know, integrity to stand by your values. Michelle? Yes. And actually, integrity, I have defined this for children as doing the right thing, even when no one is watching. And I think that remains my definition, even for adults. In England, we used to say integrity is doing what it says on the tin. So it's you as the leader delivering sort of who you say you are. So when you talk about, this is my truth. And Diana said, you know, speaking my truth, it's speaking your truth and being your truth. So like whatever we say and articulate as our values, do we actually show up? And that's, I think, where that wholeness piece comes from, where we don't say one thing and do one thing. But, you know, as you say, where can we actually be whole in terms of, knowing what our values are, articulating the values and having the space to actually deliver on our values in that whole sense. And that's definition wise, doing what I say on the tin, doing the right thing when no one is watching are definitions that are to me. Good. Thanks guys. I, I'm listening as you each speak to that. And there are a couple of words that just jumped out at me, the idea of truth in the definition that you shared, Michelle, Mm. the idea of what the label says on the tin and Mm. representing that. How do we know 
what's true for us? Let me go around again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sylvia. It's a very good question, Peter. Mm. Mm-hmm. What is truth? It has to fit and it has to taste well for me. Mm-hmm. And the values are my guide. And these also are evolving. I think what is true today, at least if I think of my past as, as a woman who grew up in Ecuador with certain values in certain culture, where certain things were deemed not right. And then I moved into another place, like when I was in university, and I was watching movies with scenes and people that normally were not seen, or at least were not seen well. And then finding acceptance, that becomes the truth. But I think what that made me realize is that at the core of me is my heart. Like I said to you before, is if I go in with my heart and I focus on that part of the heart and the heart says, this tastes good, could be new information that challenges the previous truth. It will be true today. I think it's a journey. And I I believe it's a journey because when we go through and I I look at various stages of my life where I was, you know, in school and trying to do my best to impress my professors so I would get good marks to your parents. And then you get into the workforce and you're trying to prove yourself to other people all the time so that you move up in your career and that you are people respect you. In, in your workplace. And I think so much of the time, if I was to be really honest, I didn't know what my truth was. Mm-hmm. And I think for, for younger people, especially today, and, and Peter, you talked about COVID and, and this sense of loss, being very lost right now. And I think that being in isolation for a period of time and for a lot of people, that being a very, very challenging thing to go through. I think even for adults, there was a lot of people that were examining their truth when they were suddenly by themselves and cut off and you spend more time reflecting and thinking. And then I think you, as you go through later in your stage of life, that you, you find that things are very, very different because now you're not proving yourself anymore. You're, you're proving yourself to yourself. You're taking care. There's more self-compassion towards yourself versus trying to please and be respected by others. And I think that that the most beautiful thing, and I think where I became very clear on my truth was when I I became very content. Mm. Content with who I was, content with where I was in my life. And I think that there's a, a lot of time in our lives, we're not content because we're struggling so hard to prove ourselves. And our, our proofs get, I think, sometimes misguided by always trying to be pleasing and being recognized. And we're not true to who we are. So I think that for me, part of the aging process has led me to that. And I think that's, that there's wisdom that we you know, there's an upskill, there's an upside to aging, right? And that is that we do get more comfortable <laughs> with who we are and, and we like ourselves better and we're not trying to prove ourselves so hard. And I think that that's where my truth came. Good. There's an element there, certainly in what you shared, Dan and Sylvia, 
of an evolution of, of our sense of self, that as we go through our various experiences in life, emerges as a, a comfortable place of, of being, where we can be a little bit more confident in, in who we are. It's almost a spiritual thing, where we feel grounded in who we are, how we show up. Because I would posit that the sense of peace that you find at the end of this long journey of life uh, has, in terms of a sense of, of integrity, is a strong sense of your feeling that you belong to you. That's where the truth, the harmony, I think, begins to unfold. The challenge, as I indicate, especially in the modern era, is the noise that impacts our sense of belonging. Now, we certainly among younger generation, uh, not new now. It, it certainly was the case when I was growing up. Just the, the the idea that belonging to a group was paramount. Belonging to a career that had a particular profile was was important. Garnishing all the things that suggest success was all important. And that, in some regards, clouds my own true self and sense of belonging, drowns out uh, a true sense of integrity. So we need to be mindful of the influences that shape us and they say youth is wasted on the young as we clamor for the things that can drown our truth. It is an evolution. It is a development. It is a, a sounding of our of ourselves as we go through. Can I add something, Peter? Go ahead, Michelle. Because I just wanted to to flag up that you know. Aging and growing up are two different things, really, because there are some people who have aged and are less secure as they get older, less at peace, and they don't find peace and they don't find belonging. And I worked with a group of grade 11 students today, and I felt that there are grade 11 students that sounded like, wow, some adults would like to sound they were grounded, understood their values, understood how to protect their values and, and who they were. And so I think we have to make sure that we make a distinction between growing up and aging because a lot of people have aged but not really grown up in the way that we're talking about here in terms of getting better at knowing themselves, understanding their values and understanding who they are, how they show up, what their truth is, and and even who they belong to and who they want to belong to. And I think, um, yeah, so I think age is one factor that contributes to it, but it doesn't really work for a lot of people, not, not everybody. And there are some very young people who are absolutely on it in the ways that some of us would like to be on it. So I just wanted to flag that up that um, I have met a lot of people who are much older and they're still people pleasers still influenced by the way, the which way the wind blows and so on. And, you know, it's, it's a travesty to be honest, but the ideal situation is that as we grow up, 
and age that we come to that place and to our truth and to that security and peace and belonging, belonging to ourselves, actually, more so. Exactly. And, yeah. I think we're growing into ourselves. <laughs> exactly. Correct. Correct. I, I, correct. You're, correct. You're, you're, I'm you're, growing you're, into you're, myself. You're, you're perfectly <laughs> correct there. And, that, and that's where I think we find a sense of radical integrity, mm-hmm. where the, the sense of belonging is not to that thing that we are told we need to 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 attain or achieve but to find in our own strivings because we're part of, of larger systems those areas of accomplishment that resonate with our inner soul when we had the the upscale live conversation i shared uh, a situation as a younger person with myself and my uncle, who really was the main male figure for me growing up. And it was always strange when I'm in his presence. Here I am, I'm doing all the things that I, I imagined he expected of me, the university degree, accomplishments in the professional realm. And then when I'm in his presence, I feel the sense that I need to perform for him, to to validate my existence to him. And it always, stepping away from that, always felt false, felt, felt fake, felt that I really wasn't connecting with him at all and, and certainly felt a little disingenuous in acting. I was trying to perform to the things that I thought he expected of me. And that's that created in me, certainly a, a, from a spiritual sense, a bit of division of who I am as against who I, who I pretended to be in certain circles. So integrity is something that we we grow into, but certainly something that we need to keep constantly in practice. So how do we show up as persons of integrity as we engage in our various experiences and circumstances? Kadeem, what say you? That is a tough one. <laughs> yeah, just a... Uh different context too for that as well thing going from like schooling to university and looking at the kind of influences you have along the way I think a big piece of that for me was I think there's the influence of nurturing kind of like a parental upbringing what you see others pursue but I think as you kind of go through like I think especially the professional world there's things that you can't really be taught I think via the education system via what your parents should tell you in terms of how values and how your truth integrity play a part in your everyday actions. I, I think for me, something that I've kind of discussed in a previous round of podcast answers we did was being under the thumb of a boss who was very much one of us down, not, you know, a, a place that wasn't very psychologically safe. And I think that experience kind of taught me the value or it cemented, I say, the value and of basically self-respect and then also how you respect others, kind of more competent leadership as well as more compassionate leadership. So I think those experiences are basically provide more of, I say, kind of like, you know, the lab course or the 
practical application of the things you might think you know from beforehand. I think it's just those experiences too that show you basically what you want to experience and then what you want to let out, allow others to experience from how you act. And that's whether that's words, actions, and so forth, kind of building building on what your truth is and what your integrity is. Thank you, Kadeem. Nicely said. And I, I deliberately put you on the spot because you're one of the younger members in, in, on this conversation. So a little earlier on the journey, but picking up on those cues as you as you walk through your life. So integrity as a principle has a practical component to it. The conversation is really warming up now. And next week, we get right into the deep meat and potatoes of this conversation. You won't want to miss the next episode. Come right back. We'll be right here. Thank you for listening to this episode of Upskill Talks. We bring you new episodes every Monday. Please take a moment to subscribe, leave a five-star rating, and a written review at Apple Podcast. Or... Follow us on Spotify, Google Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Don't forget to share Upskill Talks with other leaders like yourself, so they too may gain the skills and insights to produce amazing results. Please go to upskillcommunity.com to review show notes and learn how you can join a community of leaders from across the globe, collaborating to lead in a more meaningful and impactful way. I'm your host, Michelle Shaw. And again, thank you for joining me on this episode of Upskill Talks.